just that Harlem life. Gonna turn it up, please. Them Harlem nights. Gonna turn it up, please. I done fell in love with. Gonna turn it up, please. Them Harlem nights. Party at the bodega. What up, everybody? This is your man, Benz. Pharrell with Thinking Out Loud. How's everybody doing tonight? I hope everybody's doing awesome. Now, let's get it. Florida woman arrested after leaving her 11-year-old son in a hotel room with a dead man following a menage a with two men. That's child negligence, nigga. All right, a Florida woman was arrested after she allegedly left her 11-year-old son in the hotel room with a dead man following her drug-filled sexual encounter with two men. Amy Kemper, 32 years old, admitted to authorities last week that she used drugs and had a menage a trois in a room at the Hammock Beach Resort in Palm Coast, Florida, before she decided to leave her son there with a 60-year-old man while she left with the other man overnight, September 9th, the Flagler County Sheriff's Office said in a release. She told, de- she told deputies she thought the man was snoring strangely, and when they returned, they found him unresponsive. He was later pronounced dead in the room by medical personnel after a CPR was administered. Deputies allegedly found narcotics and drug paraphernalia inside of the room. A woman thought it was okay to bring her child to a resort in the middle of the night so she could engage in narcotics use and sexual activities. Flagler County Sheriff Rick Staley said in a statement, unfortunately, her son was stuck alone in the room with the deceased male for several hours until she came back. Kemper was arrested for child neglect, child neglect without great bodily harm and booked into the Flagler County Jail. She's being held on a $15,000 bond. Shame on you, Mrs. Amy Kemper. Shame on you. She got, she look like she do drugs. I'm looking at a picture right now. She look like she be on some other stuff. And who want to have sex with this bitch anyway? She look crazy as fuck, nigga. Hell no. Only in the state of Florida. I don't know what Ron DeSantis is doing, but his government is looking bad. Is this the guy that you want to vote for president, ladies and gentlemen? Is this the man that's he's going to have the whole America looking just like Amy Kemper? God damn it, she's an ugly piece of work. Let's keep it moving. All right. I got another story for you. This one is a possessive man, a young guy that's just sick in the head. He likes to abuse women. If things don't go his way, he gets very angry. All right, in Minnesota, Minnesota, 19-year-old accused of holding his girlfriend captive in the university dorm room, torturing her for days. A 19-year-old man has been arrested in Minnesota after he allegedly beat and raped his girlfriend and engaged in waterboarding while holding her captive inside of her university dorm room for days, reports say. All right. Kiana Labette was taken into custody on Sunday and charged with five felony counts, three for criminal sexual conduct, one for domestic assault by strangulation, and one for threats of violence following the incidents that allegedly unfolded at the all-female St. Catherine University in St. Paul. According to criminal, according to a criminal complaint filed this week, Labette arrived at the Catholic school campus last Thursday to visit his girlfriend of two months. 
after allegedly finding texts, messages, pictures, and social media content that infuriated him. Infuriate. Uh, damn, why I can't say the word infuriate? It infuriated him. Pissed him off. Made him angry. He, he found some text messages, pictures, social media content. Shit made him lost his mind. So he grabbed her phone and kept it away from her for days. The victim told investigators that Mr. Labette of Granette Falls squeezed her neck until she felt lightheaded and saw stars. In addition to raping her, the news sources reported citing the charges. All right. He then forced her into the dorm's room's bathtub on Saturday and engaged in waterboarding by covering her mouth with a wet washcloth. This nigga, what, he think he works for the CIA? What's wrong with this boy? All right. While also threatening her with a knife, the news sources reported the charges as stated, stated on Sunday morning, she convinced him to let her leave to get some food from the cafeteria. That was when she went to the university security office and told them that she was being abused. They notified the police, and the police noticed black and blue and red marks on her neck, the criminal complaint stated, according to the Associated Press. Police then reportedly returned to the dorm room and took Mr. Labette into custody on probable cause of domestic assault and sexual assault. It is our policy at St. Catherine University, University not to issue any comment that would affect student confidentiality or potentially re-traumatize individuals, St. Catherine University spokeswoman Sarah Voigt told the news sources. As this is an ongoing investigation, we do not wish to jeopardize the integrity of the case as it develops. The news sources also reported that at the time of Labette's arrest, he was on probation for violating a restraining order issued on November on behalf of a 17-year-old female in Yellow Medicine County who had been his girlfriend. See, this guys he's possessive. You have to bend to his will or he's going to terrorize you. This guy is sick. Mr. Labette appeared in court on Tuesday and set to make another appearance in October while remaining in jail in lieu of an $80,000 bail. God damn it, goddamn Labette. He makes society sick. He wants to control every woman that he gets, that he intertwines with. What's wrong with you, Mr. Labette? What the fuck? Go get you something to do. What the hell? I don't know what's wrong with guys that like to control females and stuff like that. And then you get hurt when you see something in her cell phone. Matter of fact, you's a bitch if you go through a female phone, all right? I never in my life, never, I am 41 years old, I never went through no woman's cell phone. I don't care what she does. And if I catch her doing something, guess what you think? Guess what I'm going to do? I'm leaving. I'm finna go mess with another woman. Who cares? She might get mad. I don't give a shit. I'm finna bounce. Matter of fact, love is a two-way street. All right? It's not like, oh, you, because you see her doing something, that doesn't give you the right to get mad and uh, assault her and sexual, sexually assault her. That doesn't give you no right. You in your feelings. Stop being a bitch, bro. Like, yo. 
Nigga, you doing some other shit on the side yourself, so how you gonna get mad? Okay, your feelings hurt. Keep it moving, brother. Like, damn, you soft. These American men make me sick. Anyway, I want to keep it moving. I don't give a damn. I don't give a damn. You could get mad if you want to if I'm talking about America. Yeah, so what? I live in America. Y'all niggas are bitches. Fuck that shit, man. So what you going through her phone for anyway? You act like you paid her cell phone bill. What you worried about it? And then on top of it, he had another girl that he had a restraining order against a 17-year-old and stuff. So he's, he's already doing dirt anyway. And then he going to get mad because he sees some shit in, the, in, in this girl's phone like yo bro you pussy bro what's wrong with you man calm your little dumb ass down bro yeah, now, now your ass hemmed up you in sitting in jail like a little stupid ass you're not gonna get no more pussy for what how many years if you get convicted yo stupid ass motherfucker fuck that shit i don't give a damn you american niggas make me sick fuck that shit fuck that shit bro i don't care i'm gonna keep it moving I got some more chibachery news for you, ladies and gentlemen. More chibachery news. A Florida woman, Florida women, drunkly tossed a baby in the air like a toy at a bar charged with child abuse. All right, two women drunkenly tossed a baby back and forth like a toy at a Florida bar, ultimately breaking his arm, authority says. Sierra Newell. 20 years old, and Brianna LaFoe, 19 years old, are charged with child abuse in connection with the Thursday incident at a Coyote Ugly Bar in Daytona Beach. According to an arrest affidavit, police initially responded to reports of two women throwing a child back and forth while four feet, four feet apart up in the air and turning him upside down. Newell who was on crutches, allegedly threatened to hit bystanders. When the witness approached Miss LaFoe, she threatened her as well, authorities says. LaFoe then allegedly flipped the baby, grabbed the child by the ankles, and turned him upside down. And what's wrong with these children? Brianna LaFoe and Ciara Newell, all right? When officers watch a video recorded by the witness, they saw Newell sitting on the ground while LaFoe was swinging the baby up and down over a hard concrete, the Alpha David states. That's that New York accent that keeps messing me up when I pronunciate, you know. But they saw Newell sitting on the ground while LaFoe was swinging the baby up and down over hard concrete. Still can't say it. I don't even know. All right. She then allegedly struck the woman initially recording the incident on the right arm with an open hand. The report noted that LaFoe and Newell are the under the age of 21 and were both intoxicated. The child was taken to a hospital and sustained red marks on his back and a mark that appeared on an x-ray to indicate a broken arm. The hospital was waiting for a specialist to determine the extent of the child's injuries. The report didn't disclose the identity of the baby's parents, but Newell's mother was at the scene during the incident. The State Department of Children and Families is conducting a background check to see if she can take custody of the child. In addition to the child abuse charge, LaFoe is also charged with battery. Damn, man. What the hell the baby was doing at the bar? And plus, they were under the age of 21. So what they was doing at the bar on top of that, all right? 
What the hell is going on in America? This happened in the state of Florida. Shame to yourself. Shame to yourself. What the hell is going on? I ain't on nothing right now. You think I'm smoking and drinking? I haven't smoked and drank at all. I am completely sober. And I am having fun behind the microphone by pressing this hot red record button. Now, fuck that. The state of Florida is in the hot seat tonight. All right, this is the second report that I got from y'all guys. You need to be ashamed to yourself. Governor Ron DeSantis, is this the type of economy that you lead in in the state of Florida? Oh, man, I'm going to wreck your goddamn polls today. Yes, sir. You is not going to be president after I'm done tonight. I promise you that. You got two little young adolescents tossing the baby in the air like a rag doll, and you think that you're going to leave an American economy with your silly-ass state acting like freaking unsavages, all right? This don't make any type of sense. You know what I'm saying? I'm appalled by the behaviors of the citizens of the great state of Florida, all right? We are going to stop your tabachery tonight, I promise you, all right? I don't know who I'm going to vote for for the 2024 presidential election, but I know I ain't voting for your ass. Yes, sir, we're going to keep it moving. All right, all right. New Yorkers demand justice following an arrest of a strolling, pushing serial attacker, okay? Writer Kelly Kreff is among the New Yorkers weighing in on Thursday's arrest of a 32-year-old Sam Mensah. Mr. Mensah has been charged with assault after at least six people filed police reports that he on purpose ran into them or otherwise hit them with the stroller. He was pushing with a child, he says, that is his son inside of this stroller. Hold up. I kind of messed all of that up. I'm going to do this again. All right, writer Kelly Kreft is among the New Yorkers weighing in on Thursday's arrest of a 32-year-old Sam Mensa. Mensa has been charged with assault after at least six people filed police reports that he on purpose ran into them and hit them with a stroller that he was pushing and acting like that there was a child inside of that stroller. All right, so the string of attacks happened along the Upper East Side, and in several report cases, he spat on unsuspected bystanders. All right, he was spitting on people. Kreth was one of the victims herself, and as a journalist with the publication East Side Feed, she's been covering the incidents. See, I got to reiterate the doggone article. You see how silly that they do it? And then I have to reiterate it. And then, you know what's kind of funny? The people that I be working for, they don't want to pay me. But they rather pay a celebrity, which is very bad. But we're going to keep it moving. All right. So, Kreth, Miss Kreth, Miss Kreth on the East Side's feeds reporting prompted an outreach from others who say Mensa also attacked them. Miss Kreth says we were getting reports of multiple times a day that he was attacking people. I just don't, it's beyond my comprehension that he was able to do this for so long to so many people. Police say that Mr. Mensa has at least 14 priors on charges including assault, robbery, and grand larceny that go back all the way to 2009. 
News sources Arthur Chian interviewed the son of a victim who says Mensa so violently attacked his elderly mother last weekend that she was injured. We asked legal analyst Andrew Lieb if he if the track record of unprovoked attacks are escalating in violence. Could Thursday's arrest mean Mensa will be off the city streets? Mr. Liebs also said by the physical injury on the victim, we hope not for that one for anyone. You see, like you see what I'm talking about? See, we hope that nobody else get hurt as long as he get off of the streets. But that's when the charges become real serious and we could get serious jail time if somebody do get injured. All right. If he hurts somebody because he keeps assaulting people unprovoked. So if somebody do get seriously hurt, then he could probably get serious jail time. So as for Kreth, she's concerned that New York state bail reform laws could mean Mensa will be back allegedly harassing, menacing, and insulting unsuspecting New Yorkers. She adds, not only do I personally have many, many fears that he will either get out very quickly, that there will be no bill said, no, this is an error. That there will be no bell set, or even if there is a bell, that he'll do this again because he was previously arrested several months ago, got out, and then did it all of it, this again. So, man, this person, whoever freaking wrote this article, messed this whole thing up, bro. This is one of the worst ones that I've read this far. All right, so... So I have a huge concern. She got huge concerns that because they got a bail reform in the state of New York. So he might be out back on the streets again. Like the only way that he's going to do long jail time if he actually hurt somebody very seriously, like serious, serious bodily injury, or if he kills somebody, that's the only way he's going to do like long prison terms. Uh, but he keep coming back out on the streets doing the same thing again. So that's what she's concerned about, all right? We reach out to the Manhattan District Attorney's Office for more information on Mensa's case. The office declined to comment until after his arraignment have taken place, all right? I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen. This time, I can honestly say this wasn't my fault, all right? The article was butchered by whoever wrote it. They are an idiot, and I hope the person hear me, all right? I hope you get fired because you really messed. I had to, like, restructure the whole article in my head. I had to understand what they was trying to say, and then I have to reiterate and then spit it back out, all right? This one was bad. Oh, snap. Let me uh, reboot this internet because it's... All right. Los Angeles. Los Angeles Sheriff Department deputy shot on duty in Palmdale, hospitalized in critical condition. Palmdale, California. Los Angeles County Sheriff's deputy was shot Saturday evening in Palmdale. Reports of a shooting came in around 6 p.m. on Saturday. The shooting happened outside the Palmdale Sheriff's Station. The Los Angeles Sheriff Department posted an update to X, formerly known as Twitter, Saturday night, saying that the deputy was found in medical distress outside the station around 6 p.m. and taken to a local hospital. 
According to reports from news sources, Bill Melligan, the deputy, was allegedly ambushed while sitting in his patrol car outside the station when he was shot. A post from the Los Angeles Police Department Harbor Division later confirmed this. The deputy was taken to Antelope Valley Medical Center, Antelope Valley Medical Center in Lancaster. By 9.30 p.m., the Los Angeles Sheriff's Department reported that the deputy was in critical condition. No other information was immediately available. Saturday night, Los Angeles County Supervisor Catherine Barger posted on social media saying, I'm feeling a rush of emotions, shock, anger. I'm tracking this real closely. We need to know what happened, why it happened, and who is responsible. All right, she's flabbergasted, she's pissed, and she want to know what the hell is going on. All right, so I don't know. It looked like there's a whole bunch of details, but hopefully we're going to get updates on this situation over there in Los Angeles and Palmdale. All right, moving along. Relatives of a slain black teen calls for white Kansas teen to face federal hate crime charges. All right. Lawrence, Kansas. All right. Is that the right place? Lawrence, Kansas. A relative of a slain black 14-year-old is calling for a white Kansas teen to be tried on federal hate crime charges and the shooting death, noting recent testimony about threatening racial slurs. Michael Berry, a cousin of Kamar J. Shaw, called for federal involvement in a letter to the U.S. Attorney for Kansas, um, Kate Brubasher, the uh, news sources reported. Derek Del Reed was only 17 years old when Shaw was killed in March, but is charged as an adult with first-degree murder. The trial is set to start on November 27th, and the now 18-year-old is jailed on a $500,000 bond. During the preliminary hearing in August, a detective testified Reed used threatening racial slurs and Snapchat messages sent the morning of the shooting. Reed said in the messages he was tired of fighting with Shaw and his friends and was ready to start shooting. The detectives testified. The hearing ended with the judge finding enough evidence for the case to proceed to trial. Reed's defense attorney didn't immediately return a phone messages from a phone message from the Associated Press on Saturday inquiring about the request. The defense previously tried to gain immunity from prosecution via a self-defense claim, but that was denied. Okay, so testimony showed Testimony showed the shooting happened after a teen girl called one of the boys hanging out with Shaw via Snapchat and told Shaw to come outside because Reed wanted to fight him. Shaw was a Shaw was at least a half of a football field away from Reed's front door when gunfire erupted. Witness testimony showed. Right? So it was a Snapchat messages that they're going by saying that. I don't know. But the, this right here is something. This is information that I just got. Uh, this is new. This happened in Kansas, Lawrence, Kansas. A relative of a slain black 14-year-old is calling for a white Kansas teen to be tried on federal hate crime charges and the shooting death. 
noting recent testimony about threatening racial slurs. Michael Berry, a cousin of Kamar J. Shaw, called for federal involvement in a letter to the U.S. Attorney for Kansas, Kate Brubacher. All right. The news sources reported this. Derek Del Reed was 17 years old when Shaw was killed in March, but is charged as an adult with first-degree murder. The trial is set to start on November 27th, and the now 18-year-old is jailed on a $500,000 bond, half a million dollars. During the preliminary hearing in August, a detective testified Reed used threatening racial slurs in Snapchat messages sent the morning of the shooting. Reed said in the message he was tired of fighting with Shaw and his friends and was ready to start shooting. The detectives testified this. The hearing ended with the judge finding enough evidence for the case to proceed to trial. Reed's defense attorney didn't immediately return a phone message from the Associated Press on Saturday inquiring about the request. The defense previously tried to gain immunity from prosecution via a self-defense claim, but that was denied. All right, so... Testimony showed the shooting happened after a teenage girl called one of the boys hanging out with Shaw via Snapchat. Okay, that's the part right there. That's the part. Testimony showed the shooting happened after a teenage girl called one of the boys hanging out with Shaw via Snapchat and told Shaw to come outside because Reed wanted to fight. Okay. I had to make sense of that. All right. So that's what it was. Uh, I don't know if it's a racial thing. That's why I was trying to make sense of it. I was like, I don't know if it's racial. It was between two boys, but it can be. But we're going to need more information, more details than that to even determine anything, all right? But sometimes they do not release information on certain cases like this. And then uh, these are young kids anyway. So sometimes, you know, the state attorney is not going to release too many information. So maybe we'll get more in the future. But guess what, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to cut this apple pie short and sweet because I'm a little bit tired. And plus, I'm going to give you some more stuff or later today, all right? I told you I'm going to slow down by giving you um, episodes and stuff, but at least I'm giving you episodes. But anyway, this is Thinking Out Loud with your man, Benz Pharrell. You could subscribe to my YouTube channel, which I have not been active on at all. It's gonna, I'm going to start not saying nothing about YouTube till I'm getting ready for it. So I'm just going to probably have to say, I probably just, I'm gonna, only thing I'm going to say is probably uh, follow me on Instagram and TikTok, which is Box Benji. That is B-O-X-B-E-N-J-I. All right, Box Benji. You type that in the search engine and you will find your man, Benz Pharrell. All right, Box Benji. That's B-O-X-B-E-N-J-I. You can follow me on Instagram and you can follow me on TikTok, which I am very active on. All right. 
I even got haters on TikTok. Somebody is chasing me. They got a problem with me. I don't even put anything bad on TikTok. I only, I'm like a blogger. I just report news. That's it. But somebody got a problem with me. because, And then I think they're trying to steal my name, Box Benji. And then my name, Bruce Wayne. I think somebody want that name so bad. And then they're trying to copy off of me. And then listen to this. You can't copy off of me. You don't know what I'm thinking. You don't know what I feel. You don't know what I'm looking at. So how are you going to mimic what I'm doing? That's the most retarded stuff to do. You cannot copy off of somebody else. The only thing that you can do is be yourself. If you're trying to mimic what somebody else is doing because you want to get some money or you want the fame, because I'm not doing this for fame. All right? And I'm not getting paid. I'm getting paid little to nothing. All right? But I'm not. Uh, upset about that because I like what I'm doing. I actually have, I actually, you know, enjoy what I'm doing, you know, it's a little, so I don't know why people are mad and then you trying to flag my TikTok account to get it shut down. This is like the third or fourth time somebody shut down my TikTok, but I think TikTok is starting to realize, oh, he's just a blogger. We are not going to take his account down. You see what I'm saying? So, I, I know somebody is chasing me. Somebody want me out the way. And I believe they want to take the name Box Benji. That's why I'm like, uh, I'm probably going to LLC that joint. And then how are you going to, people is going to notice that you you a fraud anyway. They're going to know that the Box Benji is fake. You not, you do you cannot think the way that I think. You don't even know what type of news I'm gonna come out with. Because I don't just some nobody does doesn't select these news articles for me. I'm the one who selected. I go through stuff. I have tons of news articles. There's there's articles that's sitting on the waiting line that I might report, that I might not report. You don't know where I go. I go through thousands of websites, literally thousands of websites and i pick and choose what interests me like why would you steal my identity you cannot take my freaking um my ip my intellectual property how are you gonna mimic it you you can't mimic it and then that's when people are gonna notice this is not box benji this is not the box benji i've been following for the last year they're going to notice it. They're going to be like, man, this guy's a fraud. But anyway, whoever's out there that's pressed about me, that I'm living in their mind rent-free, I feel bad for you. But anyway, I don't give a shit what you do. This is Thinking Out Loud. Boom. It's, it's the Harlem Nights. Gonna turn it up, please. Them Harlem Nights. Gonna turn it up, please. I don't fell in love with you. Gonna turn it up, please. Them Harlem Nights. Party at the Bodega. 